Hey, welcome back for another episode of Sanity After Betrayal. I'm Dr. Trish Lee. Uh, I'm showing up here as often as possible until I can get regular with these videos um, and this podcast. I'm showing up as often as possible to support you, the partner who is struggling with betrayal trauma because of your man's acting out behavior in terms of porn addiction or masturbation or any other sexual acting out behavior. Today, I want to talk about the compartment of porn. And as a partner, I want you to know that if your man and your husband or your boyfriend, if they are struggling with porn addiction and are not readily offering up that information to you, a skill that is developed by people who are really sucked into porn addiction is to compartmentalize the habit. And I want you to know that. So I wanted to break that down a little bit today and give you a strategy to deal with that compartmentalization. So let's talk about what it is first. So compartmentalization is when it comes to the sexual acting out behaviors, it is a dopamine need in the brain for your partner. So it might not even be a conscious decision that your partner is making to go do whatever that might be. So it's not the decision like, oh, I have a brilliant idea, I'm gonna watch porn. It is that their brain needs porn for the dopamine deluge that I always call it, or the dopamine flood to make their brain not feel bad. At a certain point in this cycle and this escalation, porn use is about not feeling bad. It's not even about feeling good anymore. And that's probably a discussion for a different day, but just to give you the one over of it is that when a young man in adolescence develops a porn habit, it becomes a habit, porn use. And then as they continue to use porn, it becomes porn misuse. It's being used for mood regulation, self-soothing and self-stimulation with some regularity. Misuse tips into abuse. It becomes too much. And at that point, it starts to, it's already impacted the way that their brain performs, but it is continuing to impact brain performance. Then abuse becomes compulsion. Compulsion be means that now the person has urges and cravings to go back. When we hit the stage of compulsion, it now is about need, not about desire. And when it becomes a need, that then means that their brain needs the dopamine to not feel bad. It's no longer to feel good. And usually this happens over time, but if you've been with a person and they're in their 20s, 30s, or 40s, that time has probably far passed depending upon consistency, frequency, and especially intensity of use. So after compulsion is addiction, and addiction is a true need to go back, or there will be withdrawals if they don't use porn. And most men I work with, and most men who view and consume porn with any regularity, do go through withdrawals when they don't consume on their cycle. So this isn't about decision-making. So it's about a need, which leads to the compartmentalization because at a certain point, the person realizes that they need this stuff to not feel bad. And probably long before that, they've learned to compartmentalize it over here into a package 
that just has to do with offsetting stress and boredom. It has to do with mood regulation. It has to do with, you know, they're not going to call it that, but relaxing, chilling out. Some men believe that they have a higher libido because they are hypersexualized. Porn use is the number one way that compulsive sexual behavior disorder manifests. And we know compulsive sexual behavior disorder is a neurological dysregulation, a neurological regulation problem in the brain. The brain performance pattern has been changed. So if that's the case, then they compartmentalize that because it's not about their relationship. They see it as something completely different that can just be put into a box and put over there because it doesn't impact the rest of their life. But they're wrong. They don't know they're wrong and they might not even know they're totally compartmentalizing it. That is just the strategy that has been used to deal with the incongruency and the discongruencies that are created by the habit. Because most men know that's not something that they would want in their actual life, but it feels so good to their brain they can't give it up. So what does that have to do with you? They've learned to compartmentalize. Now, if you find out about the compartment and you ask them if they have this compartment filled with porn and masturbation, sexual acting out, they're not going to, most men are not going to go, oh yeah, I got this whole compartment over here. And sometimes the compartment has 10 smaller compartments in it and it goes really deep. Like in one of those movies where, you know, somebody reaches into the bag and they pull out a Buick. You know, it's like a big bag, like, you know, like a, a, a wizard reaches in and then they pull out a car. Sometimes it's like that, this compartment. It goes really deep, but compartmentalized all the same as something that they do to feel good, not having to do with their partner and their family. <clears throat> so now you find out about it and you call them out on it. And what it does is it triggers a whole bunch of defensive mechanisms to protect the compartment. Those defensive mechanisms are justification, rationalization, denial, uh, minimizing it. They might manipulate and use gaslighting to make you think you're crazy, that the thing that you discovered isn't actually true. But those are defense mechanisms. And if you've heard me talk about this before, they don't want the compartment. They think they want it. They don't actually want it. Nobody wants an addiction. Nobody wants to have to do something to not feel bad. And that's the thing that their little brains found when they were 12. So honestly, it's not their fault. Their brain has been trained to need it. But it is definitely your man's responsibility to unwire his brain from it because it doesn't fit into compartment. Unfortunately, it has a serious tsunami of a ripple effect impacting his work, his hobbies, definitely his relationship with you, the way he sees you, the way he sees the world. Compulsive sexual behavior disorder is hypersexuality. The whole world becomes sexualized for people who are wrapped up in porn. I've seen it personally, and it is devastating for some men. They don't even know it. They just think it's cool. But I can tell the extent of the damage to their brain by those hypersexual behaviors. And if that's happening, that is an escalation. That's a high level dysregulation in the brain. 
So it's a red warning, red flag warning that they need a lot of regulation to get back to the optimal brain pattern that they had before they found porn at the age of 12. This is complex. It's not simple. It's the deep end, not the shallow end. So when you find out as a partner, your man's in the deep end, you've got basically two choices is that's too much for you or you're going to firmly plant your feet on the ground and toss him the rope to help him out, which of course is the standpoint that I want you to take because he's your man for a reason. He's your partner in crime, hopefully. He's your best friend, hopefully. And if that's the case, you don't want to leave your man drowning in quicksand, but you can't pull him out. The thing you need to do is firmly plant your feet on the ground and find the rope that can pull, help to pull him out. And you know what that is? It's boundaries where you say, listen, my man, I love you, but you need to get into a program and you need to take care of this thing. And if you don't, I cannot stand by and be part of it. And it's because I love you. I don't want to see you stay in this thing. And I want to be with you. I want you to be free of it so I can be free of it. Feet planted on the ground. The rope is the program that your man needs. I offer a 90-day program. If that doesn't feel good to you or if it doesn't feel good to your man, he needs to find a program because this is the deep end and it takes professionals to help you out of the deep end. And in the program, my program, Unwire, Rewire, Hardwire, where he learns all the things he needs to do to stay out of the screen. And then he learns how to rewire his brain using technology, his mind, and his body for the fastest results to get to the other side of it as quickly as possible. And my goal for you is that the two of you then can stand firmly on the ground and set the foundation so that there's no need for him to ever go back. And that can definitely be the case. That when it comes to porn addiction, it's an addiction. And if you recover from an addiction, you can recover from an addiction. It doesn't have to haunt you forever. You have to keep the foundation secure, but you don't have to be on red alert for it. As long as your foundation is safe, your house is safe. Okay, so the compartmentalization. You find your man has a compartment. You don't even ask him to lay that compartment out for you right away because he might not be able to. If he doubles down on those defense mechanisms, he's protecting the compartment because nobody wants to have to deal with the compartment because it's the deep end. Put your feet firmly on the ground. You can get into my program, Sanity After Betrayal. I changed the payment structure so it's affordable and you can stay in it as long as you want so I can give you support there because I'm showing up there consistently and have your man get into my 90-day complete essential guide. It's at Dr. Trish Lee, Sanity After Betrayal. There's a partner's tab on Dr. Trish Lee, but it's housed on its own website. But if you're here, I want you to know you can stay sane through this journey when you start to understand that your man's gonna be in a process and that he's not doing this to you. Your collateral damage to all of that and to that compartmentalization and that if he starts to show up, it might be difficult for him to get into recovery at first, but he will do it. If you, if you stand firm and you let him know, you are not going to tolerate it anymore. He'll show up for you. Most men do. Okay. I hope this helps you out and get into sanity after betrayal. Um, we're meeting 
Uh, we're meeting twice a month and I'm doing a live webinar. So there's meetings where we meet face-to-face. -face. I can answer any of your questions. We break it down and then I'm recording a live webinar to put on YouTube um, once a month so I can keep getting some content out here for you. And I'd love to help you out because this journey is not for the faint of heart, but it totally can be one. If you know what you're doing, the time can be shortened and I'd love to help you out. Okay, until next time, stay sane and I'll see you then.